two, two, test one, two. Cock balls. Beautiful. All right, we're well, outline. Yes, sir. All right, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to the MILF and Cookies podcast. My name is Ben Fox. We have our bestie with us, Jason. Hey, How's hey. Hi, Jason. And Hi. we have the MILF queen herself, Miss Diamond Fox. How is everybody? Good. Good, good. Doing? I love Jason's shirt. What does it say? It's a picture of a dog, and it says, I smell a slut. Oh. It's so awesome. I can't. Yes. Love Love it. It could be bad, though. Uh, You can follow Diamond Fox at uh, Diamond at Twitter, at Diamond Fox 2. That is Diamond Fox with three X's and then the number two. You can also follow her at OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans forward slash Diamond underscore Fox. To start us off, we're going to start off with email. We have the sex question of the day. Are you ready for the sex question of the day? I'm curious what it is. Okay, here it is. Big John says that his girl wants to start webcamming, but he doesn't know if he can stand it. I know that she'll make a lot of money, but I don't like the thought of men jerking off to her. Any advice? Big fan, John. All right, Diamond. First of all, if she's webcamming, nobody can touch her. That's the first thing. So that's a good thing. That's a plus. Second thing is men are probably jerking off to her anyway if she's hot and they Mm -hmm. see her in the grocery store, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And then they go home later on and jerk off and think about her tits or her ass or whatever it is. So, Big John, I don't think you have anything to worry about. I think you should let her... uh, Make money off of her body if she wants to. She's perfectly safe from uh, from the guys because they can't touch her. They they're in different states, different countries. They're right. they're just simply on the other side of a computer screen, so it's like no big deal. Um, I I mean I the big thing that stood out to me is that he says that his girl wants to start webcaming. That's a whole big different situation than you going to your girl and saying, hey, why don't we make extra money by you webcamming? If she wants to webcam, A, she'll do good at it. Yeah. Because she wants to do it. Because mm-hmm. webcamming can be a pain in the ass. It People totally don't can understand be a pain in the how ass. difficult webcamming can be. But if you tell her no, you're going to get in her way and she's going to feel unsupportive and she'll probably do it behind your back. True. It's and chances are she can webcam. I mean, how many girls go out there and webcam, do two shows, and never do it again? Oh, I can tell you, I absolutely hate webcamming. I don't mind doing Skype shows, private Skype shows, but webcamming is a pain in the ass. You've got to get these guys to commit, and then you got to beg them for their dollars. And There's a lot of begging and webcamming. A lot of begging and webcamming, and, um, uh, you know, you're trying to please an audience of, let's say, 50 guys, 100 guys in your show, uh, one guy wants you to go slow and central. The next next guy wants you to go fast and harder and harder and harder. And right. one guy wants you to spit all over the place, and the next guy doesn't <laughs> want you to spit. And so you're trying to please all these different people and all these different personalities all at one time, and it Jason, fucking sucks. Jason, you ever watch any dirty webcam? Oh, of course I watch them. Is it I, expensive? I've never actually paid for okay. one, and I've paid for like porn sites and everything. I 
Love the webcams because they have definitely the hottest people on them. Mm-hmm. Really? I really think they definitely have some. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone's got ugly, good. You know, right. everybody's got a type. Some people don't like this, that. Right. But I found some of the hottest people on those webcams. But it just, it's like too much work. It's like, come on, like get get to, I guess what she's saying, the fast and the hard. Like, I want to get to the good stuff. Like, I don't want to watch you slowly take your shirt off. And like, come on, come so I can come. <laughs> right. So it's almost like a beg on each person's side. She is begging you to let's go into a private show. Let's. Right. Let's go into a room. I guess that's what it's called or whatever. I don't know what that and is. Who, who pays the most wins with what they want. And True. Right. I'm not going to pay for a webcam. Like, if you want to meet up and do something, like, I'll throw you a few dollars. Like, yeah, you know. Well, now, what is, yeah, I don't know, what, and you don't have to say any companies, but I kind of remember a long time ago you doing webcam and, and, like, you can do a show, but then you can do private 101s. Like, I remember yeah, you hooking the webcam up and one-on-ones taking is much better than doing a big room full of people. I can only focus on one or two things at a time. I, right. I've got ADD, and I can't pay attention to stuff. So if I only have to focus on one or two people, then I'm, I'm cool because I can usually satisfy two people at a time. But I can't satisfy 100 people that want 100 different fucking things because right. they all want something different. But webcam is definitely the future, I think. Oh, absolutely, industry. definitely. When we went to AVN, it was uh, it was all sponsored by uh, my free cams, yep. and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of webcam girls just webcamming. Yeah, it was cool. It was like they had a long table set up, and they just had girls, like regular webcam girls, just webcamming right at the table. Yeah, I feel like, very comfortable saying that there was probably more webcam girls there than there were porn stars. Yeah. There's a lot of webcam girls. I feel like, yes, it could be the future, but I also feel like it could be more boring and oversaturated. Like, I feel like, you know, there's a reason Diamond is successful because she's good at what she does. She's had experience. The lighting, the directors, the producers, right. the actors working with her. Yeah, everybody wants to see the home movie of the couple fucking, but sometimes they just are boring or they don't know the angles to look it's like you know i want to see the penetration not some guy's ass just flapping all around right right and i feel like regular couples won't really know how to do that well i get off on the amateur stuff but i feel like there's a reason there's a difference between amateur and professional because professionals know what to get right i i agree i think what looking at it from the industry point of view i think that there's a lot of uh and again this is my opinion i'm not an expert on any of this stuff. But I feel like the companies that used to make a bunch of money and then a lot more free porn was out there, and then with webcamming, it's a way for them to make money again. Mm-hmm. You know, these big companies can be like, okay, we can we can charge for this webcam because people can't pirate our content because it's all original as it's being made content. And I think that, you know, the problem's always been that younger guys have this insatiable appetite for porn, but they don't have any money. Right. And older guys have the money, right. but they only want it every once in a while. And so that's the give and take of the, the industry. And again, I'm not an industry expert, but that just seems like why you see this start of shift going into so many webcams because people can't steal the content. You know, I've seen some of it on those free websites. And I got to admit, I use the free websites multiple times a day. Right. But... 
I really wish they didn't have them because, like, it sucks because, like, the studios, you don't get the quality that you used to get. You don't get the big names that you used to get. Like, it's a lot of, like, little things here and there half-assed on because they're not making the money they made because right. it's free. Yeah. And I almost feel like they, there's – I mean, I'm not good with computers or anything, but there's got to be a way that you got to be able to make it so you can't copy – the video from can't it can't be right clicked or whatever. Yeah, it can't be saved somehow. I mean, like iTunes or Spotify, they figured out a way. Maybe there's needs to be like a, a Spotify of porn, like you pay a monthly membership to get it or well, something. Well, they have, you know, I think some of the bigger sites have like the HD and stuff. And I think what the, a lot of the free stuff companies have embraced these cam sites and used it more for an advertising for their bigger site. And like the guy's getting ready to come and then they cut it off and they're like, go yeah. to whatevercompany.com. Yeah. Or if you want to watch this in HD, go to this company. And then uh, the, you used to do some live shows. There was uh, Brazzers would put on like the four. Remember you did? It yeah. was a porn thing in a boxing ring, wasn't it? No. And it was four girls? Yeah, that was, was something. Live. Phoenix Marie was in that, but I wasn't in that. No, I thought you did something like not that. Not in a boxing ring. Time. Maybe not in a boxing ring, but it was. He was hoping you did it. No, I just remember her being some type of a. But it was a live live thing, and uh, basically it was a live webcam, and it was a bunch of girls and guys in the room. Um, we were in like a living room, I think it was, because I remember seeing a fireplace and seeing uh, and being on a big, huge ottoman. The ottoman was probably about as big as this table, if not bigger. And... Uh, Fucking on that ottoman. You don't like fucking on ottomans, do you? I didn't mind it. You don't mind? You don't like fucking on desks? I don't like fucking on desks on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that just sucks. Painful. It hurts. Yeah. So, but, and then we have another friend that uh, really embraces, she feels like she can do better with camming than she can shooting uh, movies. She'll yes. set up. Well, she sets up, she's got like three different webcams going all at one time on three different computers. Uh, I'm not really sites. sure exactly how she's doing it, but um, wow. she'll when she gets a show going on one thing, then she clicks out and she does her show. And she says she makes a lot more money doing that than she does doing porn. Yeah, like so she's like I've always been curious how much they make. Like, it, are they making fifteen bucks? Are they making? I mean, I can tell you, I'm, bucks, I was like, making fifteen hundred bucks a day back when I was webcamming. Oh wow! Yeah, and that was. Without putting in a whole lot of effort or energy. And that's like one show a day for we an did hour. Weird yeah, a couple stuff, hours. But see, she could, uh, it was, that was a long time ago when Cameron, I think, was It was at still the pretty new. I, still pretty I doubt new. that I would make that much yeah, now because there's think, so many girls. Yeah, so that's what I meant by like oversaturated. I just feel like yeah. everybody wants to do it. We could, I remember Diamond setting the computer up and saying, okay, guys, I'm going to take a nap. Who wants to watch me and leave an open <laughs> show and go to sleep? with her webcam on mm -hmm. and wake up and be like, and check it and be like, all right, $125. I think I don't know that we made like $700. Eventually the uh, webcam site said, no, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, But I was shit. making money hand over fist. People I mean, wanted to watch me sleep. I don't know. And they would all just chat I with mean, each other. I mean, there's guys who pay girls just to watch them eat food over a webcam, which blows oh, yes. my yeah. mind. Like, yeah. I mean, if they're wearing clothes, I'm clicking on the next person. Like, <laughs> I didn't come here to watch you be a normal person. I came here to watch you be a whore. Right. Right. No well, offense. But yeah, I no. Mean, I mean, right. that's... Uh, I, I came here for something sexual so I can jerk off to it. Watching you in a regular outfit, like, I, mean, I might as well just go to the gym. Right. And well, get back True. to this John's question, though. If you... 
I don't know that there's a direct answer. If you have a problem with with guys jerking off to your girl on day one, you might have a problem to it with it on day fifty. Well, I, don't know I, that I would it's say that you just kind of. Um, I think once he sees the income potential, that he'll get over the whole guy jerking off on the other side of a computer screen. Yeah, I feel she doesn't even see him jerking off ninety nine percent of the time. I feel like we're so programmed in this world that nobody can touch your girl. Nobody can touch your girl, and if anybody looks at your girl, it means that you're a punk. You know, like guys take it. Like as a, a strike against them, against their manhood. Well, I didn't want to say anything because I don't want to insult any of the listeners or fans, but that's kind of my interpretation of it is I kind of felt like, John, the problem is not her, it's your insecurity. Yes. Right. I can understand yes. if it was actual contact. All right, I can understand where you're coming from. And I can understand still where he's coming from. Like, you know, why does she want to do all this stuff? But it, if you're that worried that she's doing something that is betraying you, I think there's already issues in the relationship other than that to begin with. Like, either you're insecure, you're afraid she's already cheating, which if you're afraid she is, she might already be. Who knows? But I can also understand where he's coming from because it's not going to probably just be the webcamming. I'm sure there's going to be guys, like, sending her personal messages, like, next show, I want you to do that. And when she gets into all this, especially when she's making money, it's going to be like, oh, babe, I got to check my thing. You know, this guy wants me to do this and that. Even though she might not be into the guy, He's going to feel like he's sharing her with somebody, mm-hmm. which all comes back to the fact that, you know, he's got to be able to be more secure in his relationship. And I if agree. you're not, chicks just don't find that attractive. Yeah, they don't. And that's the thing. If he if he wanted her, what he needs to do is is flip it on her and be like, yeah, go webcam. I don't care. Right. And just ignore it because, A, she'll if she just kind of wants to try it and get it out of her system... Then let then her it, try then it. Just let her try it. I mean, it's not something that you have to do forever. And she might like it, and you may not, and y'all might have to split up. That's just, I mean. Yeah. Or John, I say let her go for it. Yeah, let her go and do it. If you try to stop her. It's not going to stop never, her. You'll never stop her. Plus, maybe, you know, people want to see him banging on it, and all of a sudden girls will start riding into it. You never yeah. know where it's going to go. Yeah. Like. It's either going to kill you or make you stronger, but right. don't you want to find out if you're meant, like if you've got what it takes to make it? If her wanting to show her like tits on a webcam is going to break you up, I don't think you were going to make it in the long run to begin right. with. Right. Now, would you let your boy do a webcam? Would you let him be a I webcam stud? whoever he wants, do whatever he wants. I always hit on straight guys because that's just my style. I, right. <laughs> I don't like those like, hey, look at my Prada shoes. Oh, right. my God, Britney's coming to town. That's just boring to me. One, I'm just not attracted to it. Two, it's like I can fuck a homo anytime I want. I want the forbidden fruit. Uh, so I so like dirty. the straight guys. So I always tell them, like, I'm always like, hey, you know, if you want to get with me, you can bang as many chicks as you want. I don't give a shit. Pound pussy until it, you're covered in fucking squirting juice. And do whatever you want. Just come home to me at night. I don't give a hell. And honestly, don't come home every night because like, I don't need you there. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, I, I don't care. To me, sex is just sex. Okay. It's the cuddling, going out to dinner, going on vacation, laughing, showering together, sharing a life, getting animals together, right. that kind of thing. That's where the intimacy lies. The sex, that's just an animalistic fuck thing. Like right. It's like, Going to the gym, it's working up a sweat, getting in a something out of it. Like I'm there to come. All right, I get it. I speak, fair enough. Speaking of that, who? Here's a topic for you. Who did my wife have sex with this past week? 
Oh, yes. I did have sex this week, didn't I? You did. What was With a girl. Or, with a girl. And it was Zoe Taylor. Zoe Taylor. She was a sweetheart of a girl. She was uh, she's 22 years old, has a phenomenal body, beautiful really? body, great ass, beautiful pussy. Everything was perfect about her. She was mm. super sweet and cute. Um, yeah, and we did a sex scene for Brazzers for uh, their new, I think it's their new website. Uh, it's called 1-800-PHONE-SEX. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Kind of a gonzo thing, or was it a setup? A set it was kind of a, a gonzo, gonzo thing. Right. You know, it's just uh, the wardrobe was super easy. Bring a pair of black heels. Nice. So I bought, like, three pair of black heels and let them pick a pair. Right. Um, they provided the booty shorts and the little tank tops. All right. So that was super easy. Um was this her first time? Because I know you like deflowering the ones who are into it. Yes, I do like deflowering, but she has had experience with this before. She's been around for a few years. Nice. Yeah, so that was really cool working with somebody who's actually. Because I know last time we were talking about squirting. No, but she was right on my G spot. She she knew exactly what she was doing as soon as she put her finger in there. She's like, "Up oh, there it is." I said, "Yep, there it is." <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, awesome. Well, that's good. So look, we have got a, a treat for you today. Oh. Jason. Jason. Wait, before we get to that, I, okay. just, I have one question I was thinking right. of, talking about Big John's question. Obviously, you don't get insecure or upset when Diamond's, you know, on set doing right. things. Would you prefer her to be with girls or guys, though? Or does it matter? Like, you're like, I don't care, babe. Whatever makes you happy, whatever gets you paid the best. Or, or you're like, if you're ever on set, are you like, eh, yeah, I'd much rather be with the girls than the guys. Just don't no, like no, watching I'm, that. No, or, I'm, I, I'm, I'm. 15 years past that. I think I am more <laughs> of, like, she will, like, some guys would be like this. Oh, you're going to go fuck a guy and a girl today? You get to have a hot threesome on film, and I don't get to have a threesome? But we look at it as she'll be like, yeah, I got a threesome on Thursday. And I'll be like, cool, that's less work for you with another girl. And she'll be like, yeah, I'll probably only have to do two sex positions. So I'll be happy when... She's like, yeah, this guy is, is great talent. He's been in the business 10 years. And I'll be like, oh, okay, good, because he'll do a lot of the work. He'll know what he's doing. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the green guys, they won't know what to do or they might have wood problems and it makes her day harder. So no different than mm. with my job, she'll be like, what do you got to do today? And I would say, oh, I got to drive four hours and then work. She'll be like, oh, I'm sad for you because you have to do extra shit. Uh, and you. so it's the exact same. I'll be sad for her if she has to do extra work. But it, but I like being partnered up with the boy and the girl because it gives me something else to do. It gives me somebody to play that. with while I'm getting fucked on. It gives me tits in my mouth or pussy over my face, stuff like that. So I do enjoy that kind of stuff. But he's always been very supportive either way. And, yeah. and it does make my job easier when there's an extra female involved because she does half the work. Right. Right, because normally it would be what, say three positions and then four or five, four yeah. Four or five, and then so she's taking half of mm -hmm. it. Or, like, if literally, if you're given a blowjob and your mouth is tired, you can just push Which her. Which trade off. But does your paycheck get cut in half then? No. 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 So, it's no. actually a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Her wow. rate is higher mm -hmm. for, uh, boy, the lowest is girl. Yeah. Yeah, girl, girl. like she gets paid the least with girl, girl. Huh. And then boy, and then boy, girl, anal, and then boy, girl, girl is the top, right? Or not? Something like Something that. Something like Depends on the company. 
But yeah, she make less money with a girl, girl. So I don't want that. I mean, same amount of work. Yeah. You know. So that's so. All right, where's my surprise? I'm, okay, I'm very here it excited is. So, for this. So we this go. past weekend, uh, we had your buddy here always wanted to do something, and the uh, milf queen. We we're gonna. You'll see what can she you does. Can you see it? I can see it. I don't All know right. why it looks so dark. Can you make it full screen? Or just hit play. He'll see it. Okay. I'm kind of looking at it funny. Oh, I muted it. Oh, you may have turned it off. It's going to be too loud. I'm turning it down. There, okay. So what is she doing? I'm seeing an airplane hangar and a uh -huh. plane. Oh, you're going to go skydiving. Yes. yes. I went Here skydiving. She Look. There Shut I am up. in the green. My guy keeps saying I'm crazy. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he's on to something. Did he know you're a porn star? No. No. <laughs> he asked me what I did. I said I stayed home. I wanted so, to tell him while we were in the air, but I didn't want so him to find anything. Did he feel on your boobies so while you were doing it? Did any, in, any, any inappropriate touching while he was helping you? No, no. he's actually really cool. Um, I was a little like, this is going to be a little weird, like sitting between the guy's legs and like yeah. being strapped to him and his crotch and my crotch and stuff. But it actually wasn't like that at all. That's the part when that I want to go skydiving the most for. See, when oh. he was strapping <laughs> me, when he strapped me to him inside the airplane. He's like, okay, arch your back. So I arched, and when I arched, my butt went all the way back and hit him in his pelvis. And I was like, oh, I hope that didn't hurt him because I went hard. Right. And um, it wasn't like he was like, you know, like, let me eat my balls. But um, I actually felt more secure when I was closer to him. I didn't feel like I was, like, loosey-goosey going to fall out of the plane or anything. So it, for the people so, who are just listening, they're showing her on a plane, and she is... Uh, I'm in, scared to death. We're 1,000 feet in the air. We got to go up to 14,000 feet, and I look at the uh, little thing there on my wrist, and it says we're only 1,000 feet in the air, so I was like, oh, shit, we've got a really long way to go. So she's sitting in front of the guy that is she's going to be strapped to, and they're sitting on kind of like what's a balance beam. It's like a wide balance beam. And it's between oh, their nice. legs. and uh, Really close to the ground. She's going to be the second person to go out. So there was the first person that went out, and oh, now here yeah. she goes. Here I go. He's dragging me He's out of the plane. Look, she never even stands on her me. feet. He Were literally. You like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I w there was no time for it. It happened so fast. I remember getting to the doorway and the wind hitting me in the face, and I was like, oh, "Shit, there's nothing I Wait can do to get you out of this." Practically opened the chute the second you jumped out of the plane. No, no, no that's, that's just um, that's just like a. That's their shoot. first little shoot, but that's not. Oh, okay. That's the like, shoot that pulls the, the like, shoot out. The fun, like you know, you're gliding. And I'm doing gliding right here. So I was like freaking out right here. I just. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so then she he started is flying through us. the air right now. Um, she is almost three miles up, and they're going 120 miles an hour to the ground. And uh, for you have those, that, like, roller coaster pit feeling in your stomach this whole time? I did when he was spinning us, but you, I did not feel like I was actually falling. Like, when, you're, when you fall off of a table or jump off of a kitchen table or something, right. and you get that pit in your gut, I didn't have that. But I was scared out of my mind. And the wind is blowing in your face super, super hard. And, like, my mouth is open and I can feel my cheeks and stuff fluttering. Right. And I was just like, oh, shit. So we were descending and it wasn't like I didn't see the ground coming up to me quickly like I've heard people describe here goes before. Your chute. He opens up the chute here. I about shipped my britches. You see how far my feet flew? 
Because oh, you're going straight down horizontally, and then all of a sudden you go vertical, and you go back up in the air just to touch, and then drop back down into oh. your seat. And so now you're just dangling So now in we're the just air. dangling. And, and look now, how high up you are, just dangling. And now here you come in here for we your come landing. for the landing. That's so awesome. He tells me to lift up my feet. I did a really good landing. I was very proud of myself. So you land, and he's like, lift up your feet. And then he tells me to put my foot down, and then we're just done. Just like that. And he just unclips. So it was a tandem skydive. We were there for about four hours. She did not die. No. Nope. felt like she was. Um, and, but you said that when you go to jump, it happened just so fast, you never even had the chance. You don't even have a chance to, like, freak out. Like, I expected oh, to, like, man. get to the door and, like, grab a hold to anything and everything. But he put my hands onto his, um, onto the... Strap. My straps, my harness. Right. And, like, told me to hold on to it so that I don't grab him or grab the plane or anything else. Um, and what if the last second you're like, no, I don't want to go? Do you think he would have still made you? You don't he have probably, to go. Yeah. They ask you right before they, like, push you up towards the door. Are you ready? And you say, I said yes. Okay. Um, but I was like, no, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm scared would to death. Would you do it again? Yes. Okay. But only tandem. I don't know that I could ever do it without, like, somebody strapped to me, like, in charge. Right. You just want someone behind you grinding. Nice. It. Yeah. So something like that. We got there. and when Why we... didn't you go? Oh, because I'm a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I would be standing right next to you. Just um, like, Good job. <laughs> so uh, she went with uh, our... Oh, our daughter, they did like a mother-daughter thing. So okay. it was, I wasn't kind of like involved with it. But when and we first she got there, she, she did, did great. great. She, she did loved great. it. Wasn't a problem. She ate it up. Um, when we first got there, we parked the car and looked up, and there was people parachuting down. Oh and I was, like, were, I was like, they're so high up. They were so high up in the air. So high. They looked like little, look like, they looked like about less than an inch. Right. All the way up there. And you're like, holy oh, shit. Oh and my so God. I was like, oh, I don't think that we could do this. Right. And so <laughs> then you start getting freaked out and you go in and you sign the paperwork and you're like freaking out. And they're like, OK, go watch the skydive video. And so we're watching the skydive video. And the first part was just like an advertisement, like saying it. You die. It's not our fault. And then they say, "Well, it was all well, all legal stuff. You yes. know, it, we're not we're not responsible for your death. We're not responsible if the parachute doesn't open. We're not responsible if you land wrong uh, and break bones." Right. So then it gets Jesus. to the part where it tells you what's going to happen and what to the do. So they're stuff. like, they start the instructional stuff, and they're like, "Okay, first, what you're going to do is you're going to sit and do this and do that." And the lady walked in and cut the video off and said, "Okay, <laughs> well, you're like, all what? done." And we were like, no, wait, that's the important that's part. The, now we're getting to the stuff we need to know about. I got to, oh, it's going to teach me what to do. She was like, eh. I was like, eh, what does that mean? So then I thought that they were going to jump. Nope. Four hours later, she jumps. Like, it four was. Four hours. What were you doing for four hours? Sitting there. Literally sitting there. Sitting doing there. nothing. It watching was really other people went? Yeah, yes. other people went. So by the time they got suited up. It doesn't. It didn't even seem like we they were skydiving anymore. We had been there so long and been to the vending machine so many times <laughs> that we were just like, okay, whatever. And then she got on a plane, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right, that bitch is jumping out of a plane. And yeah. oh, she man. flew up, and the whole thing was in. 
the higher and higher. So the guy you minutes. were attached to, he does this multiple, multiple times a day. Yeah, as yeah. soon as we landed, you saw that he detached really quickly. He took off. He had a, to get on the next flight, like immediately. Like wow. he had two minutes. Yeah. So he already had a, a parachute that was packed up, ready for him to go, and he already had his um, whatever his newbie yeah guy that was just like myself had never gone skydiving before. He was already. Harnessed ready up, ready to go. Harnessed up, ready to go. And the guy who's behind you, what he like pulls the tab for you, so you literally yeah, she, just sit there gave me and the just chill. Yeah, he gave me the option to pull the rope, but I was like, oh hell no, because I'll I, I will screw it all up. No way. But you steered. Yeah, you he took gave the me handles. the uh, the handles to steer. He's like, okay, so pull on this. So I just kind of like, well, but we didn't do anything. And he's like, no, you got to like pull it. So we pull it and we start like going in this big circle, and I'm like. Ah! <laughs> right, screaming and freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And I start shaking really bad. And um, I was going through the pictures on the way here, and I've got a picture of me like with the birds up in the air, like <laughs> right. Whoever, right. whoever got me into this, go fuck yourself. So uh, what? So how much do you think it costs to go skydiving for two people? For I would say it would probably be like two hundred a person, so like four hundred. That's close. It was three fifty for two people. Okay. And the video was a uh, hundred and twenty dollars. You could do per person. We spent a, just over six hundred. Right. There was um, a second. There's a second video out there that we'll post to YouTube of the guy that was her tandem guy had a video camera on his wrist. Oh, cool. So you get two different, and then obviously we wanted to use it for the podcast, so we paid for the second jumper to video it when she fell down. But I okay. think you and Jason need to do it. There's zero chance that I will ever do it. <laughs> Wait a that. second. My brother brought me a group, Groupon to do it. Right. And it had like a three-year expiration date. That was like eight years ago. What? <laughs> oh, Jason. I have a dream of doing it, but I'll never. Why the? Why? I hate flying. Why the fuck would I ever jump out of a plane when I, my biggest fear is falling from now, a plane. See, I'm, right. <laughs> I'm scared of heights. Like, I will go up, and I kept asking her, I was like, on a scale of 1 to 10, like 10 being frozen, like, I've been on the roof of a house doing Christmas lights, and literally no bullshit, like, froze. Like, I was going to die. Like, I felt like I was about to pass out and fall off the roof because I was so scared. And I wasn't probably 8 feet up in damn air, 10 feet up in the air. But I got to that point to where I thought that I was going to die. Do you get... I'm like scared that. of heights, but like it doesn't immobilize me. I don't think it used to, right? But I don't think I'm like immobilized now. If like you told me go climb one of those like you know phone towers or something, and like oh fuck that, get the fuck out of here. That's I'm never right, gonna happen. Just, just slip my fucking throat right now. Never yes. in a million years. But I, I just, I don't think I could ever tell someone. Yes, I want to jump out. If you had like an incentive, like I'm gonna kill someone you love or something, like, fine. Right. Yeah, I'll jump out of the right. plane. But it's like, hey, you want to have a good time? Go jump out of this plane and <laughs> yeah, fucking nah. possibly die and like have watch yourself falling to the ground to slam it. No, I can't. I, I could never verbally say, yes, I agree to this. Now, here's the deal. I have an eight-foot ladder, but I don't have a 12-foot ladder because I don't want to go up 12 feet. Right? I have one that goes like 26 feet at this spot that, that I don't we should have put one. you on. Oh, no. gosh. My thing is that I can fly on a plane and I'm not scared of heights. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know like, you're secure really inside the plane? Now, now I will it doesn't say, seem the real. It doesn't uh, seem real. On our plane that we took up to go skydiving, there's a, a glass plexiglass door that slides. It's open. like a garage door. And we get on the plane and they close the door. So we get about 
500 feet in the air. We're barely just left the ground. And they open up the door. And I'm like, what the hell? Because this guy is like right on the edge of the plane. Like he can easily fall out of the plane with one his the door open. Now they Professionals opened it or one, one of the regular people? No, it was actually my cameraman. Okay. Um, so but he, he had, had parachute he, if he did fall out. Well, I guess you need more than 500 feet. And yeah, gonna, I mean, we were barely off the ground. Okay. I was like, what in the hell? So I'm like looking around and stuff, and one of the other guys in the floor is like, what's happening? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, oh, I don't know either. Well, I was counting on him to know what was going on because he looked like he knew what he was doing. So I was like freaking out. But they out. did it to just cool the plane They did down. it to get air in there. So a little bit later, but nobody told me that. I didn't know what was going on, but nice. but I was right by the door, so I could like, I can see outside of the plane. Right. Oh, I no. was freaking out. I was like, oh my god! I had a death grip onto the window sill of the plane with my big claws. I was just digging into the window. Oh god! It was yeah. Was if you so watch nervous. the video up close, literally, he's dragging her ass. Oh, She's not even standing my on feet her feet. Are yeah. Off the ground, kicking him in the. Butt. I would have been fighting. I would have been like, motherfucker. Why you don't you try it? I can't, I can't. I can't either. I can't, can't either. I want to. I desperately want because I feel like it's one of those things like you got to get over your fears and you got to do it. But like, maybe, maybe eventually someday. But baby steps. Like I got to do something way now, less hardcore. Have you ever had any near death experiences? Have you almost died? The worst it ever was. I was coming back from a Florida State football game and we were driving in the rain and my buddy didn't tell us that he got a ticket before he went up there because his tires were so bald. Oh God. <sighs> And it was pouring rain. And this is like, you know, I'm not a very religious person, but right. I, you got to believe in God after stuff like this. We spun like six times in going reverse into like oncoming traffic. Oh, and like God. we were sped across the entire highway, like spinning out of control. Mm. And there was cars all around us. Somehow we spun multiple times and didn't hit any of those cars. Then we went down like one of those ditches and there was a lake at the very end and stopped maybe six inches before going right into the lake. Really? And like we all just sat there like, I think we started crying at one point. I think we all fucking almost had heart attacks at one point. We all started like praying at one point. We all started like nervously laughing at one point. Like we all just like got back in the car, went to like the first rest stop and like sat there for like three hours with, like, water and just, like, talked about, like, what are we doing with our lives? Oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> what just happened? Like, there's got to nice. be a God. Like, there's no way that we could have spun that out of control right. that many times across that many lanes of traffic with cars everywhere and not hit something. Like, it's just not possible. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. I've, uh, I've only had one time where, like, I literally almost died. Like, I, I can't believe I didn't die. And it was back in – it was actually my senior – spring break one uh they call it beach week in virginia where after you graduate and the night you graduate you literally get in a car and you go to freaking myrtle beach everybody went Mm -hmm. to myrtle beach and this is right when boogie boards started coming out and i asked one of my friends hey can i use your boogie board and he was like yeah and so i went out in the water now here's a tip about ben i don't know how to swim he I can't, can't swim, swim at all. Like, he just what? sinks instantly. Now, here, I can you swim. You went in the ocean, and you can't Listen, swim. Listen, I can swim in a straight line. Like, if I fell off the boat, depending on what direction I fell <laughs> off the boat, oh. if I was pointing <laughs> towards shore or pointing towards the pier, I'm going to live. But if I'm pointing to the ocean, He's screwed. I'm headed for London. Because I can't turn. I can't grasp that concept I in my mind. I can't stop and turn. Because if I stop swimming, I'm going straight down. It's... 
and he so, can't get back up. I mean, up. I get it get because my dad, my dad can't swim either. But I sit there and I'm just like, how stupid can you be? Just, just use was, your arms and your feet. It's, it's, it's not, so no, easy. No, when we it's built really, our pool really in, te- in Texas, when we bought a house in Texas and built a pool, I shit you not, when they were it's digging true. the hole, he walked out into the big pile of dirt and stood at the bottom of the pool and was like, do not go above this. this. You can I only go up, up to here. I put it right in my nose. I said, this is how deep the pool goes. He was like, how deep you want it? I was like, here. He was like, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, ha, ha, no. Here. Stop here. And did you really stop there? That's exactly where they stopped. that's where they stopped. stopped. Like, I could stand, I could walk across my pool and not, I didn't want to die in my own pool like that guy from Fantasy Island. Yep, true story. Everybody's like, your pool is so shallow. I was like, you're goddamn right it's shallow. I'm just a little fella. God damn it. <laughs> All right, so boogie board. So so I go out. There might have been a little bit of drinking, so I felt like I could do it. And you're trying to be cool, but you're, I mean, you grow up in like a, a small farm in town, so you're not really, I don't really know the ocean. Like, I don't get right. it. So I go out, and I'm kind of just sitting on it, floating, right, just trying to be cool so I can get some ass, which I didn't get any during spring break. Uh, and I'm floating, and like I kind of just kind of <laughs> close my eyes. And then I opened my eyes, and I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm really far (laughs) from shore. Like, I feel like I'm far. And I was like, let me just drop off. And now the cord is around lassoed to your wrist on a boogie board. I dropped off, and I'm not exaggerating. It was over my head. The boogie board was floating over my head. And I started jumping in the water as high up as I could and started screaming help. And I jumped like twice. And then I started to swim forward, kind of underground, under the water. And then I stopped and jumped and my leg cramped really bad because oh I was, God. it was everything. <laughs> and I was jumping off the bottom out of the water, screaming help, trying to grab for the boogie board and sinking back down. And I remember my leg locking up to where I couldn't push off my one leg. And a guy looked at me and he was like, are you okay? And I was just like, help. And he came over and grabbed my hand. I was like, I can't swim. He grabbed my hand and pulled me in. And he was taller than me, which is not saying a whole lot. But he grabbed my hand <laughs> and dragged me in. He was like, why the fuck are you in the ocean if you can't swim? I was like, oh, no, I can swim. I got a cramp in my leg. I got oh, a cramp in my leg. You suck. He was like, oh, why don't you go in? And I walked in and sat the boogie board down and never told anybody I almost died. Mm. Just oh, sat your there. your friends saw this or anything? No, no. I was like, like away from everybody. Like nobody saw. And some guy out there, I don't know, some tall Paul, I don't know who he is. Walked over to me and saved me. And I literally was dying. I was dying. Mm, that's and, terrible. Yeah, Diamond. it was really. Do you have anything where you almost died? Yeah. Poor cocks in you at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. Um, probably the one time I should have died and didn't die was uh, I was in a car accident. And I had my 8-year-old, 10-year-old, and 9-day-old baby in the car. And I was taking the baby to go meet my mother because my mother hadn't met the baby yet. And so I'm driving up the road with all these kids in the car, and unbeknownst to me, the one in the front seat, the eight-year-old, unstrapped her seatbelt so that she could readjust because she was, like, trying to sleep or something. And I look in the rearview mirror, and this truck is wailing up on us, a big, full-size pickup truck, utility truck. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to hit us. And he hit us. 
And when he hit us, it sent me up the divider wall, the oh, concrete shit. divider wall, and left tire prints all over the, the wall. We come back down into traffic and a tractor trailer carrying cars hit us from the side on the passenger side. Jeez. Now at this point, the eight-year-old is screaming my arm, my arm, like bloody murder screaming my arm. I knew for sure her arm had been cut off because we'd already been hit <sighs> twice. When that tractor trailer hit us on the passenger side of the vehicle, which was the side that both of the kids were on, the baby was strapped in the center seat. I was like, my kids are dead, except the one that's screaming her, her lungs out, and I figured her arm was gone. Um, that spun us around, and we went head-on with the forerunner, and that forerunner hit us head-on, and we're still steadily spinning in the middle of I-95 at 45th Street in West Palm Beach. The forerunner hit us head-on and smashed in the front of the car, and we were still spinning, and the, another car-carrying tractor-trailer hit us on the driver's side of the vehicle. So we've got impact on four sides of the vehicle. The whole vehicle is caved in and crumbled and then just shattered into pieces. And all I could think at, at that point was I literally have to let go of the steering wheel and let God take control because I'm completely out of control and everything I do is not working. We keep getting hit. So I finally just let go of everything on the car and we came to a stop in the median. And this guy came running up to us and Leah Beth, my, my child, is still screaming my arm, my arm, my arm. And I look over and I see, but I don't see any blood. And I see both of her arms. So I'm like, what in the world is going on? And I don't hear the two in the back seat, the 10 year old and the nine day old. So I knew for sure the nine day old was dead. She had to have been dead with all this beating we were taking. The 10-year-old is like, uh, Mommy, I'm okay. And I said, okay, where's the baby? And she says, the baby's right here. She's got her eyes open. And I could not get out of my seat because the, everything is caved in, so I can't get any of the doors open on the car. So I finally get enough in me to figure out that I can climb out the window, and the guy's helping me get through the window. And I did not have a cell phone at the time. And so I asked the guy to please call my husband, who was actually working at the grocery store with the supervisor at the time. And um, that was our only vehicle that we had. Yeah. And I called him up completely frantic. When you see the car, you just know that there's no survivors in the car. And I get all three of the kids off into the median, and everybody, we're all still in one piece. I'm like, how, how is this even possible? Because if you see the car, it's like, y'all are all fucked. Um, and the state trooper takes us across the street. He stops all the traffic. Traffic had stopped anyway, but he gets us to the other side of the street where the driver of the pickup truck was. And I said, I'm not going anywhere near that guy. I'm going to seriously kill him with my bare hands. I'm going to literally rip his head off with my fingers. And so the guy comes up to me trying to tell me he was sorry and was doing a really shitty job at his English. I was very distraught. I was totally <laughs> distraught. And the, one of the tractor-trailer drivers came up, and he went to go hug us. And he's like, I'm so sorry. He's freaking the fuck out. And I was like, we're all okay. I mean, at least we're still here. I don't know how we're still here. but So that was my near-death experience. Mm. Yeah. All right, we're pussies compared to her. I know, mine. She's skydiving and fucking getting that crashed was into tractors. You're having trouble right. swimming. I, I had trouble I, swimming. <laughs> so, so, I was going across the highway but never got hit. Like, and she's we got bombarded. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got bombarded, and uh, Ben Ben shows up to the scene. (laughs) Ben shows up to the scene, and he's like, "I gotta go to work. I have to drop y'all off at the house and go to work." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I dropped him off at the house and went back to work because I'm a boss. We were in so much pain, we couldn't move. It took all three of us, me, the eight-year-old, and the ten-year-old, to change the baby's diaper and take care of the baby because none of us could move. We were so sore. Obviously, I mean, got whiplash and things like that. We had whiplash and stuff. Did anybody have like serious? What happened to the arm? Like, was it just? I don't know. Got hit. It just got hit. No, there was no broken bones, no stitches. We didn't even go to the hospital, which we totally should have gone to the hospital. I don't know why we didn't go. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't that I was just. To clarify all those people hating on me, it was the uh, senior vice president of the company had flown down and was touring all the South Florida stores that had just converted from regular to kosher. So they had just spent all this money and OU from New York was down verifying that the store was kosher. It was like a big deal. And in the middle of it, I had to leave. And so they were like, what? You had to leave? I was like, yeah, my, they were in a car wreck. And they were like, I mean, that's bad and all. Like, they didn't care. They were like, they is there anybody care. else that can go? And I actually had to borrow. <laughs> I know. I had to borrow somebody's car to be able to go get them. And they were like, well, how fast can you be back? Oh, it's awful. And that's why I'm so not in the grocery and business anymore. And then with that, I call my mom up and when I got home and I'm like, listen, we're not going to make it. We got into this horrible car wreck. I explained to her the accident. The bitch literally cussed me one into the next because yeah. I didn't bring her the baby. That's a whole nother I'm like, story. if you want to see the baby, you've got to come and get her. That's a whole nother wow. podcast right there, that lady. So with that, we're going to end on... That Stephanie almost dying and getting yelled at for it. Getting yelled (laughs) at. Jesus. And being by herself. Guys, this is the Milf and Cookies podcast. You can follow Diamond Fox uh, at Twitter at Diamond Fox 2. That is Diamond Fox with three X's, then the number two. And the OnlyFans is OnlyFans forward slash Diamond underscore Fox. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate it. We'll see you at the next podcast. Thanks for listening.